Well, we may as well, right? I mean, episode yeah. 169 of The Brian Oak Show. Oh, I love this band. Man. I had a lot of fun with this band. This band is so good. And Alison Moyer's voice, there were people that assumed this was a dude. I thought it was when I was like 15 or something. Incorrect. Yeah. Great voice, though. And she had a great career even after Yaz or Yazoo, as they were sometimes known. Oh, Do you want to just turn off the lights and get high and listen to music? Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> just throw it kidding. in. Let's just, just throw it in. No, no, just kidding. We have a guest, and we cannot mm. ignore our guest. And our guest mm-hmm. has important <laughs> things to not only say, but to play, and mm-hmm. is going to be part of our final return to Patreon justice coming up in the very near future. It's The Brian Oak Show, episode 169, recorded right now in the Smart Start MN studio in South Minneapolis. We should just take care of Smart Start MN right now. because Let's they take are, care of them. Well easy guy they're minnesota's original ignition interlock company what does that mean well it means they're one of us they're not pretenders to the throne and they can help you out if you find yourself in um something of a type spot i thought you were gonna sing what if mike was one of us mike freebird <laughs> first of all i'm not in my finest voice today otherwise i would you know just a slob oh. just a slob like one of us yeah just a stranger on the bus trying to make <laughs> his way home. Just trying to make his way home. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you will be a slob on the bus trying to make your way home if you get a DUI and lose your license. And there's nothing wrong with riding the bus. But no. when you're used to driving and you've got all these places to be and suddenly you can't drive because DUI time, you need to fix that. And you can help fix it with Smart Start MN. Yeah, especially if you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show, you'll get 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock, and you can walk down the street in the rain with your beautiful blue guitar. So our guest today, and normally we don't talk to our guests in the first segment, but we're going to because I feel like this isn't going to be a regular show, and I'm 100% cool with that. I was sitting out in front of the Smart Start MN studio right here near 48th in Chicago in beautiful and historic South Minneapolis. This morning there were dark, gray, moody clouds and skies and showers, and it's gone on and off throughout the course of the day. And the guest who joins us now has been on the show before, but she walked up looking as much like a rock star as any person who's ever joined us in the studio. She looks amazing. She's got a punk rock choker on. She's got a killer hat on. She's got a great Nirvana in utero t-shirt. She's rocking a skirt. And she's got this signature blue guitar that she wears. Did she? It's raining and she didn't have it in a case. And she walked up and she's like, hey. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm in a music video and I'm I'm the punk. I, I'm the bitch, okay? Which I was 100% cool about. Courtney Yasmine is our guest today again. How are you, mm-hmm. Courtney? I'm doing great. I just couldn't bear to deal with the guitar case. And, you know, that's, Fine. No, you've got this that's gorgeous... That's the beauty of being the local Fender the local Acoustic, program. I know, but it's raining outside. <laughs> and you're like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. It's like enameled or something, isn't it? It's I, well, painted. This I, guitar seems to be... 
seems to be waterproof. Okay, well, fine. But, I mean, with humidity <laughs> and weather changes, you know, strings go I in know. and out of tune. You know, you're a professional. Do I, have, I look I have... like I care about stuff like that? No, oh. never. I think John Travolta needs to move over because we got a new movie. <laughs> Urban Cowgirl. Settle down. Yeah, man. Don't Urban, you dig Urban it? Urban Cowgirl. No, totally. I love that it, but I mean, you. like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but Cowgirl has a different meaning than Cowgirl. Cowboy. Yeah, we know, Brian. Sorry. (laughs) The tumbleweeds, you can hear them. Got weird, did it? Hey, let's get past my awkward presentation. No, everything's fine. You're a little randy today. I'm not randy, but Urban Cowgirls sounds like something you'd find on Urban Dictionary. So I I don't want... I'll bet it is. I'm going to look it up real quick. We'll hear one more quick song. Then oh. we're going to come it's back. A thi- it's not, a, it's not, it doesn't describe a person. It like des- describes a thing that a person does. Yes. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and then, but like, you know, like stuff that people pay money to look at on the internet. Oh, but we're not doing that right now because right now this is all for free and it's a family show. Just fucking kidding. Yeah. No Sorry families. about that. I was Sitting just thinking around. to myself, like, what did I just say? Did I say something ah, bad? Ah, ah, ah. My mind was racing. It's a family show? Who no. Told, this why didn't they tell me? Alexa, not... shut off this podcast. Alexa, <laughs> shut off this podcast. <laughs> Alexa, when did Brian Oak get a potty mouth? Mm, he's had it for a very mm. long time. Let's go ahead and hear our song, and then we're going to come back and just talk to Courtney Yasmine, and we're going to find out about her forthcoming record, which we learned a lot about the last time you were on the podcast. But now here we are. It's on the doorstep. It's oh, almost here. Oh, boy. We're going to hear more about it. You brought a guitar, so we're not playing any tracks off that mm-hmm. produced, whatever. No. You're going to play for us. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So <laughs> before we do that, um, I was so excited to hear Alison Mo- uh, Moyer, and so were you, yes. that you started to tell me a story that I said, shut up, Sean, and, but I want to hear the rest of the story now. This next song we're going to hear, another track, especially Upstairs at Eric's, is such an amazing so record, and it was definitive for me, 87, 88, an absolutely essential part of my life. But this song, you said, has a special attachment to your life. Yes, it was our prom theme twice in a row, Aww. which is weird for a school of 3,300 down in Arizona. But this, this was your prom theme? Well, not the prom theme, the prom song. But two years in a it row? It was like Enchantment Under the Sea or something like that. Were you part of the royalty? <laughs> were, you part of, were you part of the... Uh, no. No. What? I just didn't have that. That's hard to imagine. Going on. No. no? You're no, lying. In, in fact, You're lying. Listen. You just don't want to say that you were. Listen to how exactly. stupid this is. Our school didn't have prom king and prom queen because they felt like it was too much of a popularity contest. Which is totally what it was. Which, which is, is why, all it is. Which is why in Coon Rapids it was like, I don't give a shit. Those people were always yeah. popular. They ran the school every goddamn day. Of course they're running the prom. Who? Not just the king and queen, but then the royal court around them. Uh. Yes, but then my friend, my best friend, Jim Roybal, uh, were sitting at an assembly, and he didn't know this was going to happen. They're like, and the person who won the best-looking guy at school... Is Jim Roybal, and I gave him, and my best friend won the best looking guy, and which was awful. And I knew this was going to happen because I was the guy that that girls would come up and talk to that wanted nothing to do with me and just wanted to date my friend Jim. They'd be like, "Hey, Sean, um, not you. I'm not I'm talking about <laughs> nope. you. Let's be real careful. Not, not you. And yeah, I, I, I don't really want to be seen all. talking cool, to you. Like friend, you're like a friend, yeah, like a brother no, type of like a situation. Totally is safe. Jim, is Jim single? Yeah. What's his story? Oh. So let's play this song so I can. Are you are you done name dropping yet? Are you done yeah, totally name dropping Jim yeah. Roybal? It's only you. All right. 
Man, I love that song. So it was the theme song for your prom two years in a row. How yes. was prom for you? It wasn't good. I didn't go. My girlfriend moved away to How Vegas. did you even know it was the song of prom because then? Because I was on council for a while. And, oh, you know. nerd alert. Here, between proms to get a girlfriend. I had, she moved to Vegas, which everybody thought was bullshit. They're like, yeah, sure she did. Oh, that's kind of like the young guy was like, no, no, I've got a really hot girlfriend from Canada. Yeah. You wouldn't know her, but here's her picture that yeah. you cut out of the Sears catalog. Niagara Falls area. That's where she's from. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sean Bernard. My yeah. name is Brian Oak. It is the Brian Oak Show, episode 160, Niagara Falls area. <laughs> I love putting that finer point on yes. it. It gives the story more texture. And that's really... where the people go down in the barrels. In the barrels, or they yes, used to. Exactly in their right. wedding clothes. A hundred yeah. years ago, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, she exactly. had some depression and went by herself. Oh, here we go. <laughs>
before we really talked about those things <laughs> yeah, out exactly. in public. Before we move any further and really get into it with Courtney here, I want to mention <laughs> that, uh, Sean, thanks to your hard work and the kindness and largesse of Andy and Matt, we have a new sponsor here on The Brian Oak Show. We do. Forgotten Star Brewing, which is such a great name. And we got to ask kind of how that happened and all that stuff. But what a cool building. It's funny because at first when I heard Fridley, I thought we were going to be in the bowels of Fridley. But we're not in the bowels. We are right on the tip of Minneapolis. Settle down. Okay. What? I'm just saying. I grew up in Coon Rapids. And so when I heard Friendly Fridley, I'm like, oh, we're heading way out there. And there's no way anybody's ever going to head out there. Literally on the border of Minneapolis and Fridley is where you find Forgotten Star. Now, like a lot of today's popular breweries, they are in the midst of an industrial park. Like when you first pull up, you're like, oh, that's a... A molding injection place and oh this is where they make turrets for navy gunships and this is where they they silver plate things for whatever they silver plate things for <laughs> and it is but they have got this cool iconic building with two towering towers that was too much wasn't it that go into One the sky towers, but yeah. i mean like two guys who believe in what they're doing they make good beer they've got a cool event space they're not really trying to take over the world just yet but they're guys who have a clear vision it took me 10 minutes to get there from home it, it's a cool place yeah it's literally right on the border of minneapolis you can see downtown from their building you can see out these gigantic windows to the railroad tracks and who doesn't love a business right by the railroad tracks that's something about that is really cool i gotta be honest man like so the windows the venue itself the style the guys what they do there their philosophy they're like look we are not trying to reinvent the wheel because let's be honest the craft beer market is crowded, right? I mean, there's a lot of it. There are a lot of breweries. There are a lot of tap rooms. These guys have a really cool space. They're very good guys. So they're priding themselves on a baseline, solid quality product with a rotating list of seasonal stuff, but really their baseline beers are their bread and butter and the quality of their staff and their customer service. They're now open and they're going to start having music and big events. We're looking forward to Oktoberfest with them coming up in September. Forgotten Star Brewing Company. You can find them online at ForgottenStarBrewing.com. You should check them out. They're not very far away. If you go to Northeast Minneapolis, you literally have to go three and a half more minutes to get over to Forgotten Star Brewing. And they're cool guys. You should check them out. They are. They have food trucks there almost every single day. Although they don't serve food inside, you can bring food or you can get great food from the food truck as well. Yeah. So we look forward to working with them. In fact, we're going to have them on the podcast next week to get to know them. Every time we get a new sponsor, they get to hang out and pick music and do all that sort of thing. They love music. They love music. And they they have a couple of different stages in there as well. They've got a stage outside, a stage inside. We love love And it sounds like for Oktoberfest, they're going to get silly out there and shut down their whole parking lot and turn that into a massive festival out there might be time to bring up my leather shorts oh boy it's never really time for that like maybe if you're bringing out yours i'm bringing on mine oh here we go i'm not not really ready for any of this i well unless you guys can tell me where i can find leather shorts this time of the year but you get fall fall is perfect Uh for me for that speaking of the dinosaur weather is behind us the rain came through it's 76 degrees low dew point outside it's heaven it is and with that in mind i would like to invite one of heaven's angels, Courtney Yasmine, to join us once again here on the Brian Oak Show. Courtney, it is lovely to see you. I got to be honest, when you walked up, I so I was sitting there, <laughs> lost in my own mind, getting up at 4 a.m. I'd been, it's a busy day. It's going to continue to be busy, smoking a mm-hmm. cigarette. I looked up, and you come strutting up the street like a proper rock star with your blue guitar hanging out. How, how are you? What? 
Uh, okay, how, sorry. how I, am I? I, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, okay, let me try that again. Um, hi, hi, Courtney. How are you? I, I'm fine. I'm just thank asking you. how your life is going. <laughs> I was asking how you're feeling, how you're doing. I was picturing myself walking up, and I was going like, "You looked like a badass." Oh, what's yep. he gonna say next? And then he just said, "How are you?" And I was like, "Oh, am I supposed to say something now?" I well, was. What still, was I? What was I supposed I was, to say? I like, was I mean, reveling in listening to you talk about how I looked walking up, and I couldn't think anymore after no, that. No, I mean, you had like a, you had like this killer rock star look. Your guitar hey. hanging out. I'm like, hey. What, okay, let's I, just so, keep talking about that, and I won't have to. I don't even have to say anything. I'll just listen fine. to you talk about that. Well, I, okay. okay, so I'm fine. I want to say that I'm fine, but I also want to say that I have come here, a a a new and improved human being because yesterday we didn't turn my album in on time. <gasps> and every time that that's whoa, ever happened whoa, whoa, to me, whoa, 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 whoa. and the truth is, it happens probably every time. Every yeah. every time. I've made an album. It didn't get turned in on time. <laughs> and, and so last time you were on the podcast, we talked about Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. Supposed to be out on July 29th. So you turned it in late. We all yeah. turn projects in yeah. late. We've turned homework in late. We get work <laughs> projects done late. Does that mean it's going to be a delayed release date? I don't think so. I, okay. think, I think our release date is still going to be the same. Right. What isn't going to be the same is that the first um, like public party that I was throwing was, um, is still going to be in the alley in Linden Hills on the 17th. And I think that um, people may be able to buy my hand-burned CDs with my handwritten information on them. I think that's what I'll be selling. Is that legal? That sounds black market. That well, like sounds like something out of a stuff. sci-fi novel. I think when it's my own. Mm. Then you can get away with anything. I think it's my own material. Yeah. But you're not like affiliated with a label who owns part of it no, or anything? No, I'm not. Oh, so I'm, you. You, got, you own the I'm, whole bit. I'm me. I'm I'm not you. I'm me. And that, oh. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a song happening? I'm going to play for you. That's some heavy shit right I'm there. I'm not you. I'm me. And I can do whatever the hell I want. And Good. if I may be maybe doing that but by the by the real date by the 29th and there's there's also another party i'm throwing in in st louis park at the wolf amphitheater oh cool the veterans amphitheater yeah that's a cool area off of excelsior and grand right yeah i'm gonna do another band show that night to celebrate that the album comes out and i think i think it's all gonna work out fine but i still want to say that so then if it's all you and there's not anybody else involved who would you have to turn it into the the uh, people to print it. Oh, I see the makers. CDs. Right, right. I got it. So and and then possibly like to get it onto Spotify in time. But I I, I really honestly I think I think the only thing is that the the printed CDs might come a little later, young like lady, a week later. I think that's the only thing that's going to be different. Young lady, I have an important question. You know how important this work is. You know how hard you've worked on it. Yeah. Can you give me one decent reason why it was turned in late? <laughs> Can you give me one good reason? Yeah. Well. Courtney. Yeah. Well, so see, that's the thing, is that yesterday, the thing is that yesterday, for the first time in my life, when a man disappointed me, oh, oh boy, I did the right thing. Good for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, yeah. I'm not digging deep, and do I don't ever want anyone right to spill the is? tea. No, I do. <laughs> but So you're not telling no, you me it's don't. the first time a man disappointed you, but for the first time in your life, when that man disappointed uh-huh. you, when any you man, did the right thing. When every man disappointed me. In one, you know, there's always a moment of disappointment. Of course there's. But, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not asking you to uh-huh. divulge too much, but clearly we're I at an interesting oh, I'm, juncture. I'm telling it, because so I'm did, really proud of this. What did you do? 
you know what I, you know, the great music producer, Mr. Rob Genetic, yeah. who I've made now like seven albums with uh-huh. of my eight albums, um, when he said, you know what, I need another day. I, there's an, I, for the first time ever, I opened my mouth and the words that came out were, Rob, this is such a gorgeous album and you've done such a fantastic job on it and you've been such an absolute genius about the whole thing that you get whatever you need. I want you to have whatever you need. If you need a week, if you need Mm -hmm. a month, it's worth it to me. I want you to feel great about this. This story ended way different than I expected. I've never I thought said for sure you were going to be like, hey. I kicked that jackass to the curb. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought I, I was going to hear. I just want to say that I've never said anything that nice to anyone in my entire life. Well, and I, I feel that I. And was it I liberating? I mean, you didn't yes. feel like you capitulated. It felt good, right? No, it was great. It was, you know what? I, I think that's the interesting thing when they talk about this. Okay, I'm going to get heavy here and say Go ahead. that there's some book by David Hawkins that's called like. Power and Force, or Force and Power, or hmm. something like that. And the right. same guy wrote a book called Letting Go, I think. And um, the difference between po- force and power is that when you force things, you actually end up we- weaker, like physically mm-hmm. weaker and, and emotionally weaker, and the situation gets weakened. Yeah. And I really believe that what I did yesterday was an exertion of personal power, which was of being like magnanimous and generous and and understanding and kind. I've never been that guy in my whole life, and it felt great. And I, re- I'm like, oh, well, I just might, I might act like that every day now. Have you become a Zen master it. without expecting it? <laughs> Have you found a Zen center? Like, I mean, you, I don't know. you can walk across the rice paper now without leaving a mark. It's possible. Anything, anything's possible now because I learned how to be nice <laughs> yesterday. Did this happen as a transition of what happened on February 13th? You mean on my birthday? Yes. Oh, that it was my birthday? Yeah. Well, I, you know, so I turned 60 this year. Yes. And I, I think, you know, maybe there was that, there was, there was definitely the issue that one of my children, I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this before, has, had struggled with addiction and sure. mm-hmm. she's really come back strong. God bless her. And I think I, I, I started going to Al-Anon yeah. on Wednesday nights, which I've enjoyed immensely and I'm Good. continuing to go. And I think a lot of those things are extremely humbling and have made me realize that I've really, I've, I've probably brought unnecessary, um, you know, pain and consternation, consternation to to other people and to myself. Well, I think that we're all like that, but what's fascinating to me is that suddenly there's a serenity and strength to your kung fu that seems to be getting stronger all the time. It's kind of scary. Before we go any further, and before we talk about the return of our much ballyhooed and long-promised Patreon events that you're going to be a part of two weeks from tonight, can we hear a song? I mean, you have that beautiful blue guitar in front of us, and you are here, and you have a new album on the way, perhaps a little late, but it is on its way. But you've written this amazing collection of new songs, and we would like to hear some of it, if you don't mind. This is the title track. Red roses and cowgirl dreams. It's been all or nothing and nothing in between. I ran away from home when I was only 17. Got out just as the house was burning down. Red roses and cowgirl dreams. Love was just a feeling. 
feeling that I had when I would sing. They tied roses to the mic stand every night out on the road, and I would pour my heart out on the stage. People you love can harm you. People you love can leave you blue. When the world turns a cold shoulder and you're only getting older, get back up on your horse and ride. Head out into the open countryside. I dream of romance, I dream of true love, I dream of good times. time I see a great acoustic performance mm. of a song that I know was written that way but can be performed with a full band and a much larger sound I'm reminded of a time I believe I'm sorry to make it corny but remember when Arsenio Hall had a popular talk show yes I do. he had the Eurythmics on in sometime in the very early 90s or late 80s somewhere right in there and both Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart were on and they did three examples of their songs mm. that were all playable on acoustic guitar and voice the and you think of them as synthesizer weird heavy drums and they were all gorgeous and so Courtney it makes me want to ask you I mean, like, so mm-hmm. you're able to play it like that, but you also can play mm-hmm. it in a full bl- band configuration. Right. Do you have a preference? I mean, is, what's the difference between doing the two? Well, I mean, one super fun thing is, you know that song? You, when If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yeah. There's even going to be a fiddle. So there's there's a lot that can be added that's super awesome on stage or in the recording, needless to say. Um, and I mean, it's really, it's just a mind blower to get to play with a full band and a fiddle well, on, and a, it, on it a amplifies stage. It, I mean, that I mean, is really a mind blower. So I'm it, not going to, I'm not going to put that down. Is it, but, it, but, it, but is, I mean, is it more, is it more vulnerable to play well, it by yourself or? It's more rewarding. It is. I, I mean, I guess I'll say that. I think, I think it's more rewarding for me as a songwriter to come here and share with you guys this way than playing the recording that'll be really beautiful and I'm really excited about or um, to come in with my group. Um, this is, this, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like that thing we were saying about how you pronounce my name, Yasmine. Yeah. yeah. It's the Yasmine with the emphasis <laughs> on the me. Right. It's like when you do it this way, the emphasis is, 
on me and I can do it however I want, whatever mood I'm in, you know. Wait, but it's powerful enough that it can stand alone and that has to feel good that you've yeah. created something that then you can put the, the, the flourishes on and the extra things on and you can put the window dressing on. It will yeah, be powerful man. and people will love it. But at its core, there's something great there. Before we continue our conversation with Courtney Yasmine, we should mention that our other new sponsor, Palmer's Bar, located on Cedar Avenue over on the West Bank in Southeast Minneapolis, Tony Zaccardi has been a frequent guest on this show, longtime friend, and somebody who managed to hang on during the pandemic, right? Sometimes just by his fingernails, but kept that bar alive and kept it real and kept it open. And now there's a flood of live music returning to Palmer's. I am, so cool. I'm so grateful that they made it through and that Tony's a big part of all that happening. It's my neck of the woods, right? Yeah. I live in Southeast Minneapolis. So knowing that that area gets to stay vibrant, gets to hang on to a lot of its call. I mean, you know, we lost the triple rock, man. And granted, mm. that was pre-pandemic, but the triple rock, the freaking triple rock, man. Yeah. And so, you know, and you, you've you still got the Nomad, a.k.a. now these days known as Part Wolf, but right across the street, Palmer's is right freaking there, up the street from the Cedar Cultural Center and the Weenery, which... By the way, I don't. I know some people are grossed out by hot dogs. <laughs> by the way, did you see that Joey Chestnut or whatever oh, the hell his name is? Seventy six broke his own record. Oh. Seventy six hot dogs with buns in less than ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, wet, can you imagine wet, what you feel wet like? Buns. Well, yeah, because yeah, you soak them in water, but still disgusting anyway yeah. you don't have to do that you can just go over and have one <laughs> that's what i did last time yeah. i was there but it's right up the street there and tony's doing a great job with palmer's bands are rushing back they have dj afternoons there they have so much good stuff going on front porch swing and liquor pigs again one of the great names of all time are going to be there coming up before the end of the week wet denim betty won't plastic abstracts and i'm looking ahead there are some great folios uh, yeah uh, palm fest is coming up at the end of july I mean, so it's not Lollapalooza, but it's going to be a big deal. Palmersbar.net is what you want to do. And when you go to the internet, plug that in and make sure you take a look and get over there. Because, yeah, I mean, Palmers has all kinds of good stuff going on. Go to local shows. Go to local venues. Support local artists. Make it all happen. We'll talk about your shows momentarily. But one more thing we have to cover. Another sponsor of this fine show would be... um, I don't know that you have shows coming up, but you have show wings that are possible. I actually have a show coming up, but it's a private event. Oh. This is very exciting. I'll be playing. I'm actually going to be playing a gig with a friend of mine on top of Stella's on the 22nd for a 50th wedding anniversary. I'm sorry. What what are you playing? Well, I'm singing and playing a little bit. And what are you going to sing? A lot of 80s tunes that you know, like the old, you know. I mean, like, this is, do you remember in the movie High Fidelity when they were going to let Barry, a.k.a. Jack Black, sing? Yes. And they were so nervous about letting him perform. Yes. But it ended up being heart-wrenching and beautiful and gorgeous as Jack Black is. But they were very nervous leading up to it. Do your friends have the same sort of trepidation about letting you sing at a wedding? Uh, This is an anniversary. Oh, anniversary. It's a 50th anniversary. They've heard us sing many times. I see. I just feel like it's kind of weird because it's supposed to be a private event, but they just told me that there's going to be a bunch of other people that... You know that are going to be allowed up on the rooftop. So I'm like, this is gonna. I, I was like, just be kind of cool to sing and play uh, on top of Stella's. You know, with the awesome. overlooking downtown and all that stuff. Yeah, I but, didn't know we were going to start promoting your upcoming gigs. What right, I was really trying right. to talk about was a diner realtor. Oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. So yeah, if you exactly. want a realtor who's not afraid to sing you through your next uh, house showing, six one two. You could also tell them early on though, no singing. 
right? Oh, you but, can say but that. Why would but you? Why would you? Exactly right, Courtney. Don't you just love her? <laughs> damn, Six, I one, do. Two, but damn it, Courtney. Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. This year, I am, and I think going forward, why wouldn't I? Um, I'm donating a portion of every buy or sell to a local artist or musician. And so uh, you of get the to, buyer or seller's choice. Yeah, you get to choose uh, who, who it happens to go to. So I'm already a Patreon member of Courtney's, uh, and I've also read her book. So I'm I'm like fully invested in, I'm so in your career. Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. Speaking of Patreon, we here at the Brian Oak Show do have a Patreon account, and although we've got a couple of new sponsors, Patreon is really what is our lifeblood. It was what allows us to have the Smart Start MN Studio here, as well as our friends at Smart Start. Mm-hmm. But the equipment we have, the things we're able to do, the people we're able to reach out to, and very early on, you know, Sean and I, I think we had a good idea and a good vision, but our timing was terrible. <laughs> we was. started a new podcast two months before the world shut down (laughs) due to a global pandemic. And so we had promised early on, because we had a vision for this thing, right? Much like Sean giving back to local artists through Mm. his work as a realtor, we had a vision that like, all right, if people are willing to put their hard-earned money, even a couple bucks a month, doesn't matter what it is, if you're willing to do that, we owe you something because we believe in this community. We believe in the music that's made in this community. It's all supposed to go together, right? That's the whole gumbo Mm -hmm. that makes this thing work in the Twin Cities. So we promised a monthly or at least once every six weeks. Yeah. A, a concert, something small, something intimate, something for only the people who supported through Patreon, plus previous guests and other supporters and and uh, sponsors of the show. And then, of course, the whole world shut down, so we haven't been able to do one in over a year. That all changes two weeks from tonight. Where are we going to be? We're going to be at Beast Barbecue in Northeast Minneapolis. They opened about the same time that we started this show. Good for so them. They're in the same boat. Perfect timing. Long-time family friend, uh, uh, John McKenzie, who I refer to as Johnny Mac, because huh? that's what you do from, when you're from Northeast area. Of course. Um, but they are going to open up their basement, which is, uh, it's really nice. You say basement, Northeast Minneapolis, people get a little afraid. Uh, but it's this fine. Is, this is actually very nice. Where's the gimp? We're nice not a, we're nice not stage. <laughs> Fantastic barbecue. We're going to provide a couple of apps. So you can even go there first and eat if you want. 6 to 8 p.m. on the 20th, which is a Tuesday. Two weeks from tonight. Yes. So what suckers did we get to play there? Well, it's funny. We totally talked a couple of uh, local hotties to perform. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, Courtney yeah, Yasmine. Yeah, Courtney Yasmine and Katie Vernon. Fabulous. Two so of the show favorites. We're going so to have, have you both there. We may get one more artist, but if not, <laughs> so everyone is listening right now. If you're a Patreon member, you are on the list plus the guest. If you've ever been on this show before, feel free to walk down, you know, force your way in. We're going to put people in there until we cannot get anybody anybody else in there. But if you've never been a Patreon supporter of the Brian Oak show, it's not too late. And again, we're not asking you to come up with $400 a month. No. Unless, unless you, have, you it. have it. Right. Unless but, if you have it. But let's suggest it just in case. You know? I mean, yeah, you know, sure. I mean, you never haven't thought of and, it. And why stop there? Why I mean, if you have a trust fund, maybe <laughs> you could do more. But most people like it, five bucks a month is a huge deal for us. If we get enough people involved, we can keep this going. We can continue to support the local arts community, the local entrepreneurial community, the local food community. Mmm, food. All food. kinds of different... I mean, let, again, it's about keeping community strong 
and it's about providing a voice for the community here in the Twin Cities. And Courtney, we love having you on here. So Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams still out July 29th? Yes, absolutely. Even though you turned it in late. I'm sticking (laughs) with it. It isn't turned in yet. So I mean, I'm really, I'm going out on a limb here, but yeah. Young lady, you know there were deadlines, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, I just I'm but saying. But that's why I'm in rock and roll. Well, we're not going to take points away at this point. But if well, you can get in in the next couple of days, we really appreciate your work. And once we'll we give you a good score. Once we get later into summer, there may be an opportunity for extra credit. But I don't want you to have to rely on that, oh, Courtney. Oh, you guys. Um, you know, Sean made a great reference to your book. Will you tell me the name of your book? Well, it's called A Girl Called Sydney, but the the subtitle is um, the the coldest place. And in some ways, I like that title better Mm -hmm. you know and we've talked about your book before here on the show Mm -hmm. but i think it's a crucial read because it is more than a little autobiographical (laughs) and it's a fantastic story and it's Mm. i mean your life has been a wild crazy reckless (laughs) unexpected adventure with some pretty great results out of it too but so i mean i wouldn't recommend the path you've taken to everybody out there, <laughs> to anyone, not well, everybody, not not Don't to try everybody this at home. <laughs> but again, I mean, but again, some of the best stories are the things where you're like, "This isn't a great idea," but you don't have a choice; you do it anyways, and you end up finding right. a voice that maybe would not have ever surfaced had you not taken that journey. Yeah, absolutely, of course, I think that's true. I, I, I would. I mean, the one thing to say about the, that book is it's gone into its second printing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. And that sort of is an endorsement for it, that it, you know, it speaks for itself then, that um, people enjoy reading it. And it's really, it's just the one year where um, uh, a lot happened in one year, and it's like a coming-of-age story. And some people ask me, did you make it fiction so that you can make it more interesting? And then you added stuff that didn't really happen to you, right? Please, God, tell us (laughs) that all that (laughs) terrible stuff didn't happen to you. And I always say, no, to the contrary. Um, I've, I've always said that I watered it down or I, I made it more, um, tolerable or I I made it more entertaining, but I, it was like you, there was no reason to have the bad things happening constantly like you only had to show like one bad thing happening. Mm-hmm. And then the the second half of the book really is about how she she escapes and she is she's um an adventure girl and, and she's in the, she's in the north woods and a lot of I think a lot of really inspiring things happen too. So in one year I kind of I I kind of have shown uh what a what a person can do to change their their life and then that I would say that theme has followed me all the years of my life. And you just said it right there. It's not mm-hmm. that you tell it, you show it. And you've shown in your life how resilient you are and that you took your power back and everything else. That's what's so mm-hmm. cool to me. There's so many freaking authors out there that just tell you this and tell you that. And mm-hmm. you've shown it. And you're so full mm-hmm. of life and you you just have a sparkle in your eye, mm-hmm. you know, and you <laughs> you seem to love Thanks. your life and love what you do. And that's yeah, there's I really, no, really no better do. story than that. I, I tell I really, you, really do. I, earlier this afternoon, I had the privilege of watching a rock star saunter up to me with her guitar sticking straight out. <laughs> so weird. And it was, no, it wasn't weird. It was super badass, and I can't oh quite God. get the image out of my you head. Guys. You've got it in your hands. Why don't you play us another one? Well, okay, so I want to say that one of the themes is escaping, like running away. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you run away, um, you know, because you absolutely have to, and so, sometimes you make the choice, and maybe sometimes you tell yourself you have to, and maybe you could have stayed, and you could have done something else. Um, this album, Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams, is a breakup 
record, but the people decided not to break up, at least not as of today. <laughs> and um, wow. and this song, this song talks about that. Also, I've never played this song for anyone before. Ever. This is a world premiere. I've never played it. I, I've, I played it for the record, but I haven't. It's on the record, but I haven't played it. So this is a world premiere for you guys. We'll, he, we'll see how it goes. Huh? What's it called? <clears throat> it's called Horse That Jumps the Fence. I'll take everything you gave me and go Like a horse that jumps a fence I'm just trying to break free I'll take everything you gave me and go I gotta learn to get along Without someone else Singing my song with me. I know you believe in fairy tales, and I do too. It's something I don't ever want to lose. But sometimes I wonder what it feels like to be running free with no hold over me. Keeping the reins on me I'll take everything you gave me and go Like a horse that jumps a fence I'm just trying to break free I'll take everything you gave me and go I gotta learn to get along Without someone else singing my song with me. One more time before I die. I want to wake up knowing what I have is mine. Rise with the sun. Sleep when the evening overtakes me. Beauty all around. The sweet earth beneath my feet. Taste of freedom in the air Freedom everywhere You taught me so well And I owe so much to you But there's something That I still need to do I'll take everything you gave me jumps a fence I'm just trying to break free I'll take everything you gave me and go I gotta learn to get along without someone else making it easy on me we'll both see it clearly someday but for now let's suffice to say i'll take the lessons i've learned and i'll be on my way you're a part of me forever and you'll always be my favorite but you can't be my savior after everything we've done together i'll take every 
Like a horse that jumps the fence I'm just trying to break free I'll take everything you gave me and go I gotta learn to get along Without someone else Singing my song with me I'll take everything we learned together And I know this love of ours will last forever But I need to test myself and see Just how fast and far I can run free I'll take everything you gave me and go Like a horse that jumps a fence I'm just trying to break free I'll take everything you gave me and go I gotta learn to get along without someone else singing my song with me. How does it feel to have lived the life you've led and to write the songs you've written and to have been a creative force for as long as you have and had the success you've had, how does it feel to know that you still have serious fucking armor-piercing bullets in the chamber? I mean, those are great songs. Mm -hmm. The record is good. That was a Mm -hmm. killer song. It must still be satisfying to know that maybe you haven't peaked yet. That's amazing. I haven't peaked yet. I love that. I know I haven't. Does it feel good? I've always known that I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, now it's, you know, this is it. It's coming, man. Yeah. I'm... This is this is my time. But what a great yeah. song. I mean, but Thank even you. this, I don't know that you've peaked here, you know, because yeah. I mean, I've seen you live plenty of times <laughs> in years past. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard a song, maybe because I've seen you in louder and more dank, weird situations, you know, bars and stuff like that. <laughs> right. I don't know that I've ever felt that level of emotional heft from one of your songs. Mm. It was pretty fantastic. Thank you. I Thank really, you. really like that. I mean, that's on the new record. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that's the first time I ever got to play it. And. I was a little bit scared to play that song because I, I, I like it a lot, but I wasn't sure how it would come across. And when you when you play it for two humans who aren't part of the record-making process, I knew that I would I would be able to tell what I think about the song by playing it for you you two. And I I feel I feel good. I'm I you know it's well a song like that. Yeah, I mean there's songs that. You, you dance to and that sort of thing, the songs you kind of hum along to. A song that's great to me makes you think and feel. And it reminded me of uh, my wife had opened up my <clears throat> my box of memories. So those were tangible things that I took with me at the end of a relationship. Yeah. I know you're also talking about the things that are intangible. Right. But my wife said, why are you, why are you hanging on to this stuff from your old ex-girlfriend? I said, because there were memories there. And some things... Uh, it's okay to hang on to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, so I'm going to take the best of what you gave me and I'm going to move on. So that's what I got out of it. I just, yeah, but maybe it's time to, time to move on, but I'm taking the, you know, taking these things with me. I just, it really hit me hard. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Enjoyed yeah, it you. very much. Well, I mean, I'm glad I'm and actually privileged that this is the first time you broke that song out, but it's mm-hmm. obviously not going to be the last. And in fact, <laughs> coming up in just a few short days this weekend, you're going to be at the Dubliner, and you're going to be playing by <gasps> yourself, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that one. <laughs> yeah, no, well, time to remember, <laughs> right? Pop quiz, yes. hot shot. Yeah, no, this Sunday from 5 yes. to 7, you're at the Dubliner doing a solo acoustic 
show. Yes, I mean, true. and you're going to be breaking all these songs out there, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And the, that is really, you guys, I have to tell you that the, I think the last time I was on this show, I was going to be playing at the Dubliner, right. a solo hmm. show. And I did, I did that show, and a man came up to me at the end, and he said that he had been a prison chaplain all his adult career and right. now he was retired mm. and he said boy your your performance really hit me hard and we talked for a few minutes and he and I both kept starting to cry Aww. and and that was at the Dubliner and and just playing solo I mean these marvelous things can happen you know well that that's the whole connection I mean I can't remember the number of times Sean, you and I have talked about over the course of the pandemic about that loss, right? That yes. that that impossible loss of performer and attendee, and that that sort of uh, you know biofeedback loop that happens that okay. isn't quantifiable, right? I mean, you can't. There aren't measurements for it. There aren't instruments to measure that. But everybody in the room can feel it when it happens. So that's amazing. I'm glad to hear it, and we can have more of those coming up this Sunday. You're performing at the Dubliner solo yes. show, but then the full blown album release party outdoor show is happening uh, in the back alley at Harriet Brasserie, and that's going to be coming up on Saturday, July 17th, which is yes. just a week and a half away. Yeah, really are, fun. Are you and the band ready to go? Have you yeah. got your chops up? You've been yeah. rehearsing? I mean, we all, you know, we play, we all played on the record. So we, yeah, which we is been... fine. I want to know if you're practicing, young lady. <laughs> yes, we have three you, look, rehearsals look, still. We have you, three more rehearsals. <laughs> you turn in your work plate. I need to make sure that you're putting in the rehearsal. I need to know that you're getting I the am. reps in, young lady. I am. You know what else is that these songs, as you guys just said, these songs are good enough that on their own, on their, yeah. let's say that, these songs are good enough for acoustic performance that the band guys really have it a little easier this time around because I'm really, I'm driving the buzz, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm playing the songs and, you know, they can be like having a sip of their beer or whatever. And I'm, I'm, the song's going to still get played. They're you like know? the solid gold dancers <laughs> yeah. and you're like Andy Gibb. Yeah. <laughs> right. I get it. Okay. Right. Marilyn so, McCool. Totally so honestly, I don't think they're sweating this one, you know, because this, this is a, this is going to be a really fun album to play because it's, it's really me playing and them adding in stuff. I do. I do want to play one more. Will I? Will there be time for me to play a third? Absolutely. One? No. No. Before okay, we I just, before we wrap things the, up completely, I just okay. wanted to make sure that we let people know where to track you down. Yes, they can see you at the Dubliner on Sunday. <laughs> yes, they can see the full album release show in the yes. alley behind Harriet Brasserie coming up on Saturday, July seventeenth. But Very online, fun. just so they stay in touch with when you have cool new photo shoots and your sassy outfits or when you have music available on Bandcamp or mm -hmm. when you're going to be announcing more shows CourtneyYasmine.com is how it is and I just I, yeah. I hate people who spell things but Courtney that's fairly self-explanatory Y-A-S-M-I-N-E-H just so people can track you down because I I wasn't kissing your butt just because you're sitting here in front of me and because that was a powerful performance and it really was there was emotional heft in that song that I did not entirely expect I'm not surprised mm -hmm. but you caught me off guard and you almost made me cry so <laughs> god damn it knock it off Courtney oh how All long right, is it best well. I've cried on the show uh, it's got to be a couple of days at least. Shut up, Sean. Uh, that's Sean Bernard. Before we let you play your last song yeah. and play us out, I do need yeah. to thank SmartStartMN.com. I got to thank AudioQuip. Without them, well, you're not hearing any of this. And then mm -hmm. it's just a weird couple old middle-aged Irish guys listening to Courtney and the tree fort here. Say what you said off air oh, on the show. 
You, what was I saying about you said uh, you you guys said that 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 you were you know maybe going to break up? No, no, no. We were bickering, and bickering, I'm like, right? why are you even here? And you brought up you a good point about how you were going to break up. No, no. we weren't. But, but, but I was you brought saying, up a point like how we need well, you each can other. Never, you can never break up ever because either one of you alone is just a little bit weird and creepy. <laughs> and, <laughs> she's not wrong. No, she's not. I, and I, and I think that's, I think I can say that I'm, I'm saying that with e- equal emphasis for either of you. I get it. I get it. A little bit, you know, if either of you just like sent me a thing saying, hey, Courtney, you want to come be on my podcast? I would really think like maybe I should bring hmm. someone with me. Yeah. You know, you I wouldn't should. want to show up alone maybe. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's a very interesting point you brought up and I don't really want to end the show on this note, but I'm surprised the number I'm totally joking. The no, I know, I know. no, but the number of, I mean, think about the world we yeah. live in, right? The number of women we've invited on this show who have been without question willing to show up on their own, that's weird. I mean, you're in a small, little, confined space in a nondescript <laughs> office building in South Minneapolis at 48th right. in Chicago. With a right. futon. This is, oh, so, but you that, guys Jesus Christ, you made it creepy. You guys have a wonderful, impeccable character. Well, and you, it's and you're true. Fun, you. And you're every, fun, and everybody knows your reputations, and you guys are wonderful. Well, that's Thank very you. kind. So, uh, mm-hmm. again, uh, thanks to Smart Start MN. Thanks to Audio Quip. Thanks to our newest sponsors and supporters, Forgotten Star Brewing and yes. Fridley. I mean, but bear Really into Fridley. Look them up online because they're really, they're a very cool place. They're very good. And of course, Palmer's Bar, which, you know, Tony Zaccardi, if he was right here right now, I'd kiss him on the face. Yeah. Maybe on the mouth, but definitely on the face. Only with permission. Well, of course, because consent is very sexy. Exactly. exactly. It's the whole bit, right? Okay, now that it got <laughs> super weird, Sean. Slightly thanks puzzled. Again. She looks at me. Hey, like... I'm making a puzzled face. Like, what, <laughs> but, okay. what are we talking about She's now? like, no, I, I, we were talking about Where Palmer's, this... I thought, yeah. but then I started bringing up kissing, and I guess I'll, I'll take the heat on that yeah. one. Sorry. Well, right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. You have a <laughs> yeah. new record on the way. Uh, yes. It's called Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. Yes. Despite your tardiness, so it will be out on July 29th. Yes, exactly. And people might be able to get some so weird, excited. sketchy, black market CD burns <laughs> of it if they show up to one Made of your shows this weekend or coming up on July 17th yes. prior to its release. Yes, Again, details, CourtneyYasmine.com. It really is a delight to have you in and Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you. You and, guys are the best. Uh, and we'll see you two weeks from tonight at yeah. our big Patreon okay, yeah. thank you event. All right? well, okay, so You're not going to forget that one, right? No, I won't forget. Okay. And I, when I do that, then I'll do my, like, I do this thing where I say, and now for my Bob Dylan portion of my program. <gasps> Go on. And so we didn't talk about Bob Dylan at all, but I do want to say that. We have in the past. I, yeah, so I just want to say that I always have this sort of running thread of about how much I loved Bob Dylan's music when I ran away from home and went to northern Minnesota, right? And you guys know that I have a song called Married to Bob yes. that talks about how much I loved Bob Dylan's music. And you know that I have the album Songs from the Open Road that has three Bob Dylan mm-hmm. covers and only one or two from the other artists that I like, right? Mm-hmm. You know all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's this new song. Bury me in boots of Spanish leather With John Prine's lyrics tattooed on my heart And please tell Mr. Dylan He is forgiven For never acknowledging my love for him Yes, please tell Mr. Dylan I have forgiven him For never acknowledging my love Please tell Linda and me, Lou and Dolly I would be nowhere without them. The world can be a bitter place.
place So keep a smile on your pretty face And always keep a song in your heart And remember true love can't be torn apart Please take me back to Lukenbach, Texas With Waylon and Willie and the boys Those highwaymen were a slice of heaven And they made the most of their sorrows and their joys Those highwaymen went from heaven to hell and back again But they made the most of their sorrows and their joys And in the end it's just our love and our memories It's the verses we turn to and the melodies It's our voices and our spirits we raise That keep us from going insane So bury me in boots of Spanish leather With John Prine's lyrics tattooed on my heart And please tell Mr. Dylan I have forgiven him for never acknowledging my love for him Yes, please tell Mr. Dylan I have forgiven him for never acknowledging my heart